0: Welcome to Local Talent Time, the segment where Western Tourist Radio showcases the talent of WA and the Southwest. G'day, I'm Barry Green. Welcome to Western Tourist Radio's Local Talent Time. Our next guest is probably more local than anybody we've had on the program before. Gina Williams' ancestry goes back. 30 or 40 or maybe 50,000 years. Hey Gina, you'd like to tell us a bit about yourself?
1: Sure, hi. I'm a Baladong Noongar girl from the Wheatbelt. My family comes from the Wheatbelt region of Western Australia, um, including the towns of Queridan, Killaberran, Taman, Bruce Rock, and, and Doodlakine. I'm born and bred in Perth and I write and sing songs in Noongar language.
0: And you've recorded the first Noongar language CD?
1: We did the first full-length album called "Kalyukul," which means forever. We released it last year. It was very exciting.
0: So tell us a bit about the journey you've been on. I, I first met you when we were both working at GWN. Um, yeah, I,
1: I was adopted at birth, and I went through um, foster care as a teenager. I was made a ward of the state. I discovered that I was adopted as an adult, so I went back and found my family um, as a grown-up and discovered you know my my um, my links to the Baladong people of the um, of the Wheatbelt region. I also have links to the Gitcha people through my grandmother to the people in the East Kimberley region, so Halls Creek and and surrounds. I am in my first sort of incarnation. I, I worked as a journalist, which is where I got to work with you at GWN. I left the media many years ago and started writing. Music, playing music, and was really fortunate that I um, I had a couple of albums, which um, were English albums, English language albums, which I released. And then as a adult, I went back in the last over the last five years or so, and and learnt Nungar language. And um, around the same time, I was working with this fella doing songwriting workshops out on country. A very talented guitarist named Guy Gauss, and he would often say to me, "You should write songs in language." I'd only just started learning the language. I was like, I can't get people to listen to me in English, Galsy. But, you know, partly to get him off my back and partly because there was a part of me that thought it was a great idea, I I did start writing songs and um, Guy and I have been touring the country solidly since the release of our album we've only been doing this for two years now the response has been unprecedented and he takes great delight in reminding me that he told me so well
0: that's a fantastic story so i guess you sort of what they classify as part of the stolen generation
1: yeah I, i'm I'm not actually stolen. My mother was stolen. She was taken from her mother, who was taken from her mother, who was removed from her traditional lands. i'm I'm probably more what you would call a product of the stolen generation. So I, Mum relinquished me as a baby, and I was but I was brought up never knowing who I was or where I was from or who my people were it's something that I've had to claw back as an adult but I think what's really kind of nice is that my kids know who they are my kids I have three children and they've grown up knowing who their family is and they know that they they don't have to kind of start from the beginning they can actually they grow up knowing you know and they they almost take it for granted which I'm I'm kind of proud of because that's You know, in my mind, that's how it should be, that they don't have to think about who they are or or who their mob is or where they come from.
0: Indigenous culture heritage is passed down through storytelling.
1: Yeah, it's... You know, culture and law was always passed down from generation to generation. And, you know, we didn't have schools necessarily. We didn't have a written language until very... You know, in very, very recent days, linguists have come in and helped us to record our language. And I think, I guess what we're doing in some way is a modern take on that ancient tradition. So songs and and storytelling and dance and art, they all kind of work together to reinforce messages of of law and and culture. So, you know, you you learnt the rules and you learnt the language and the school, there wasn't a building, but the school was everywhere you you were. Um, There was significance in in land in terms of you know it might be a food source it might be a learning place and I think that's why the language is so important to keep alive and to do it in a way that does incorporate arts because you're doing in a way that's culturally it's culturally appropriate but it's also you know maintaining something that was done by our forefathers in a way that was done by our forefathers and a part of me that feels really kind of strongly about about doing that rather than you know I had to go back originally initially to learn in a classroom context and now what I'm finding is that I can actually show, I can talk to my kids and I can show them things. Um, without them having to do the same,
0: I think there's uh, there's, there's messages for for our culture of the indigenous culture that's, that has existed for tens of thousands of years and passed their stories down, as you say, in music and song. We seem to be losing that in our culture, and I, I guess as, as a result, that we we run the risk of repeating the errors of the past.
1: Yeah, I think that there's something in that. Actually, I, I agree with that. I think as a society, you know, many of us it's it's difficult not to succumb to the pressures of you know our our modern, modern day way of living, and that includes things like technology. You know, we expect to see things immediately. We we have instant news, we have instant gratification, which comes at the at the you know our fingertips. We just have to get onto a keyboard and get onto the internet, and we can be anywhere in the world. And I think that that we 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 can chat to people on the other side of the country or around the other side of the world, and we don't often know who our, who our neighbours are. And I think that that. Um, you know, there, there's there's problems with that. We, um, as a society, we're, we're giving in to things. You know, we're buying music. We're downloading music um, without really having much revelation about the artist. Um, I like to support music. I mean, this is where local music is so important because it, people are, are writing original songs and they're telling stories of their own experience. And chances are that their own experience is going to be linked to your experience because we grow up in the same areas the same country we understand our our, you know history and and our politics and not just that but we're singing off the same soundtrack and I think that there's something really important and there's a real strength as a society in the fabric of our, our society that comes from getting to know the people around us and art plays a real part in in bringing people together we we perform now if you're in say I don't know say you're in downtown Hamburg right you walk in to a a venue and someone's singing in Spanish I don't know I'm just making this up as I go along but chances are there's somebody in the audience that understands the words and you know if you're in Western Australia, you're in the southwest of Western Australia, and you walk into a venue, and even if someone's singing Nyungar, chances are that there's no one that understands what's going on. I think that that's... that's, I guess that's where my passion is, is that what we're dealing with is a really rare jewel. There are so few speakers of this language left. And it's such a beautiful language. To listen to it's such a beautiful language. It's important not just to hear the language but to hear the context of it to hear the stories the stories that we attach to our songs are deeply deeply personal um they're informed by four principles that were given to us by an, a Baladong elder and you know th- that sort of stuff is is um you know when, when we when we perform even though it's a rare language people in the audience still feel connected to this and what I've come to realize is you know that the four principles that we that inform this music and inform our performances are principles that everybody shares so heart family or people that we choose as family uh, land and legacy you don't have to speak to get that and that's I guess you know rather than focusing on what makes us different it's about focusing on what brings us together and, and what we share in common
0: That's fantastic, and I think there's a a real message in there, and I think um, it gets back to something that I've spoken about on other programs and tourist Radio, is the balance between so-called economy to scale and stability through diversity, and it's the diversity that makes the human existence so interesting.
1: Yeah, well, look, someone much smarter than me said, oh you know it's the difference between this is what happens when people start to make the rules and those people live in an economy rather than a, a community and i think that you know as we as we become technologically so advanced people, well people like me and I know that there are others around because I can't possibly be alone in this and listening to you I'm sure you're the same. We look to those older things. We're looking to those older things because we shouldn't let go of everything. We actually need, need some of those things to help us not just to be i mean it's great to be technologically advanced but geez it's much better when we're when we behave like real human beings and we look after each other and we care for one another and you know love and kindness i think is ultimately what what we we value and what we we um chase
0: i guess that's what differentiates humans from machines yeah. and i guess so uh, one an inspiration to me has always been slim dusty the old bush philosopher and uh if you listen to some of his work, which a lot of people don't because of the the genre of the music, but if you listen to the words, there's a lot of uh, a lot of um, wisdom in that. And Slim Dusty was always a champion of the Aboriginal people.
1: Yeah. Look, he's the ultimate storyteller. What really struck me about Slim was that he um, when he. When he was starting out in his career, and he did it all the all the all the way through, he never sort of left out the smaller towns. He always went and did the the radio interviews. He always made sure that he, you know, he he turned up and he represented. And I think that that's, you know, people just want to be included. People just want to be heard. And I think that, you know, people artists like that are absolutely the ones that we should be aspiring to. They're the ones that un, un, he understood completely the the importance and the power of community no matter how small that community was and I think that that's you know we're currently touring at the moment and um, you know we're deliberately targeting towns that don't normally um, have access to 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 artists because they're considered to be too small or not viable and we're deliberately targeting primary school kids because what we figure is that you know if you can reach these kids that you can you can touch families as well that they go home and and this is all about like I say one of the four principles is legacy so this is all about you know what we what we do now now that we know what we know what are we going to do about it and for me it's really important that we try and, you know, we don't do big campaigns but we try and, you know, if I have to go and make friends with the world one person at a time then I'm quite happy to do that. I think that's what Slim did. I've been really lucky that our community has supported us and the fact of the matter is, is that you know, we do have a lot of support at the moment. We're touring um, Noongar country, we're touring Noongar songs on Noongar country because of the generosity of, you know, Department of Culture and the Arts and, and also West Farmers I should say. But you know, I think what we do, what I I'm, I'm really. this is my heart, my heart is towards my language and my heart is towards music the fact that I have this, I'm um, privileged to be able to combine both, you know, it's um, I think I'd find ways to do it anyway, and I think that somehow community would um, would allow us the opportunity to do that as well, I'd like to think that anyway.
0: Well this is leading somewhere, it gives it's an opportunity to play one of your songs, what would you like us to play, Gina?
1: I'd like you to play the title track to the album. It's called Kalyaku, which means forever. And it's about, um, you know, we, we often hear... Stories, or, or we hear people make mention of traditional custodianship, and I think that that's really important that we acknowledge traditional ownership of this place. But I think that you know, we all live here now, we're all here together, and this is all our history, this is all part of our fabric. So I think that you know, we need to. The translation of the song speak well from listening, and I know you have much to say. Walk gently, the earth is still, and not has much to show. Look now, here it is, the earth that slowly turns from day to night, from the earth to the sky from the past to the present to the future. We acknowledge Nyungar as owners of this place, past and present, our dreaming, it's here forever. But we're all living here now, so we should all take that responsibility.
0: So this is Gina Williams and Carl Ucull. Been listening to Kalyucool, the title track of an album by Gina Williams and Guy Gass, The first full album recorded in the language of the Noongar people of the southwest of Western Australia. And you probably heard it first on Western Tourist Radio. Discover WA your way. To find out more about any artists featured on Western Tourist Radio
1: programmes, simply visit touristradio.com.au slash local talent. Thank you for listening. Drive safely and enjoy our great southwest.